0: Hello, Fools, and welcome to the bi weekly meeting of the Fools Club. I'm Aurora, and I'm Bree, and we're your co chairs of the local Fools Club chapter. This week on the agenda, The B Movie, exploring the horrors of colonialism, Twilight, still the best movie ever made, and finally, John Travolta and his heroic adventures in aviation. Let's begin. Welcome back. All right. (sighs) I'm already so defeated. Okay, a few fun, quick facts about the iconic bee movie. The hit movie. The hit movie. This is, I googled it. This is what comes up. Barry B. Benson, a bee who has just completed his graduation, spoiler alert by the way, decides to sue humans after he learns about the exploitation of bees at the hands of mankind. That is not a good enough summary. There's so much more, but we'll get into that. Release date, November 2nd, 2007. This is the Canadian release date. I don't know what it was in the States. It had like an international release. I can only assume that... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's by DreamWorks. Who also brought you the Shrek franchise and the How to Train Your Dragon franchise and many others. Did DreamWorks do Rise of the Guardians? Is that DreamWorks? I think so. Yeah, I like that also movie. Also a very, like, notably good movie. I like that one. Yeah. They so, also brought us the horror that is the B-movie. Yeah. Starring Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry... I almost said Barry. Barry Seinfeld. Barry Seinfeld. <laughs> Barry um, it, the box office was $293.6 million US. That's a disgusting amount of money for this movie to make. I, I genuinely think people did not know that... It's rated PG! Oh, no. I thought it was going to be at least like PG-13 because of how carnal it was. But <laughs> we'll, get into the carnal. we'll get into the carnal nature. I don't, I don't want to say anything more. It's a stacked cast. Terry Seinfeld, Patrick Warburton, Renee Zellweger, John Goodman, Matthew Broderick, Chris Rock, Ray Liotta, Oprah Winfrey. Most shockingly, Oprah Winfrey was wrangled into this movie. Okay. I cannot be sure who she was making up a favor for but i think they held oprah winfrey at gunpoint in the recording booth she was held hostage that's the only explanation for her being in this film i can't yeah i can't figure this out and uh kathy bates also larry king played himself in more ways than one by yourself yeah <laughs> um i honestly i don't want to say anything more about it it was an hour and 35 minutes of my life i'll and, never get back and the podcast this is it yeah end episode thank you all for coming goodbye okay what What happened? God, what did happen in the B-movie? Let's try to do a coherent thought summary this time. Yeah. Notably, we are good at a thought summary. So far, one for one. One for one. So it starts off, he's just graduated. Yeah. He's trying to pick a job. But he's just, he's disenfranchised with the bee community. So he decides that he's going to join the pollen jocks. Yeah. Which are kind the of, elite force of pollen collectors. Yeah, they're kind of like, peer pressure bully him like he has to save face there though the chad paula jocks versus the incel barry b benson yeah which is frightening i hate that i hate <laughs> the chad incel dichotomy of the b movie i think Truly. we can say that the inception of the incel community as we know it today came b movie from yeah. the b movie i would say so starring jerry seinfeld i honestly can't say that it was that Barry Benson was an insult because he definitely fucks. fucks (laughs) Barry (laughs) Benson fucks. But he doesn't fuck bees, which is, is is that morally wrong? I mean, one of the best experiences of of watching the Bee Movie, I think, is Mm -hmm. the moral quandary that you're faced with. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I love it. It really makes you face down the tough questions. Such as, should, should you fuck a bee? Should you fuck a bee? Morally speaking, um, no. The, the answer is the answer is absolutely no. Please don't ever. <laughs> the answer is don't do that. Okay, okay. Back to the <laughs> (laughs) So he's decided now that he's gonna join the Pollen Jocks and sneak in because he definitely blends in with the crowd. They go out, he gets stuck on a tennis ball and is flung back and forth between the love interest and also Patrick Warburton's character, which we can only assume is a metaphor for their carnal relationship. It's hugely carnal, it's the beginning of a love triangle for the ages. And then, like, it's crazy that. Uh, he's in so he's at their tennis match and then through fate he goes to their house. Yeah. Or apartment, I guess, cuz they who don't cares? It's not a house. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's an apartment. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely an apartment. Patrick Warburton is showing off his brochure resume. <laughs> yeah, which yeah, I yeah. don't know why, but it seems important that he has a brochure resume. Barry B Benson flies in the house. The Patrick Warburton's character, I don't know what his name is, tries to kill Barry B Benson and Vanessa, who is the w- human woman voiced by Renée Zellweger. Voiced by Renée Zellweger. Rips his resume, resume brochure and captures barry b benson under a glass and, and sticks it under yeah the brochure that is saving barry b benson's yeah. life if only she hadn't roll credit right yeah that is really that the best been a good, scenario i think yeah um but she goes to take him outside and they're giving each other mad like bedroom eyes it is one of the most sexually charged scenes the amount of sexual tension between this woman and a fucking bee is shocking like like the way that they are staring at each other and their facial expressions like as this is happening and this is before she even knows that he's able to talk the chemistry is so immediate yeah it's horrible much very like carnal very carnal much like 50 shades of yeah, gray much like where christian gray and Ana- anastasia oh, yeah. Steele. Yeah, yeah 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 immediately lock eyes yeah and fall deeply madly in love with one another yeah the same energy occurs in the b movie between vanessa and barry b benson yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um i hate this <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the B movie and I hated it. Okay, go on. Let's continue. Yeah. So they're giving each other the absolute most sexual uh, charge. Fuck me eyes. Yeah, yeah. So he goes back to the hive, his hive, Very vividly. No, he thanks her. Oh that's right. Yeah, he does. He he immediately goes and tries to thank the human woman yeah. to whom he's not supposed to be speaking. Yes. This is the number one B law Yeah, which is don't speak to humans. Yeah which is in really incredible because it does create this world where they know that they can speak to humans but just don't like they also have their own separate set of laws yeah and they could have i'm just sorry i'm just thinking right now they could have solved a lot of their problems like a while ago if um they just talked they it. just talked to the humans. Like I'm just thinking about this right now. To skip ahead in the plot summary, yeah. They, yeah when yeah. they find the bee farms where they're gassing them, the bees can literally That's a bees. that's a big jump forward if they've never seen the bee movie <laughs> 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 the bees, the bees, like, stop, please, no, stop. You're, you're killing us. We are sentient beings. You are killing us. We can speak your language. And we can talk to you. Because that creates immediate empathy. Isn't that yeah. like as soon as like you can like find a connection with someone, it's not the whole thing if you're yeah. gonna be murdered, like, well, after oh, stabbing baby, your hand with a fork. Yeah, a lot of times the people's first reaction is like, Oh, the bees, I'm hallucinating, yeah, or I'm dreaming. Because yeah. yeah, Barry goes to thank Vanessa, he's like, Hey, you just wanna say thanks and she stabs herself with a fork like very violently like, <laughs> she's she, very aggressive she couldn't have just done the classic like pinch yourself yeah which is like what you do oh am i dreaming somebody pinch me no the the expression should i guess be somebody stab me with a fork <laughs> please god and somebody stab me with a floor a flork. a flork. <laughs> yeah that's great <laughs> Twilight forks 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 Washington forks <laughs> is the rainiest place on planet earth everything comes back to twilight <laughs> old, um, as it should yeah that's it's like one of those like uh <laughs> it's a circle Yeah. everything is a circle that I, leads back to twilight i was thinking that snake that eats its or, own tail or 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 everything do 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 Sorry, Good Lord. I'm so sorry. don't we have to get back to the plot summary. <laughs> but yes, everything comes back to Twilight, including the B-movie. Moving forward. Moving swiftly along. He apologizes. She freaks out. She's immediately in love with him. Yeah. She... They have their first date. A man dies. Yeah. Because of their sexual <laughs> chemistry with one another. Yeah, he's trying to change a light bulb. He sees them, like, very clinging to Vanessa's finger. He's just fame. dangling off her nail. It's just dangling and the, the guy the building manager sees this the light bulb bursts and kills him he falls from this ladder and he's never seen again so i assume he's dead i think the logical conclusion is that that man literally died yeah because he was so <laughs> turned on by the lust-filled energy <laughs> emanating from barry b yeah. benson and vanessa b benson yeah the future mrs the b. benson <laughs> love story for the ages truly (laughs) holy shit they have their first date immediately they're in love with each other they love each other so much or is it just lust because they go to the it could just be lust they go to the supermarket and barry's like oh you know you feel emotion sadness despair hope lust right yeah i'm pretty sure i don't know if he said love i'm pretty sure he said lust. i mean it's such a carnal movie he most likely (laughs) said lust I can only assume if no, we heard correctly that he said lust. Yeah, it's the B movie is the most carnal movie ever, made. without a doubt. They really didn't even have a need to make Fifty Shades of Grey franchise when yes. B movie was already out. Yeah, and it was it was made before the fan fiction was even written, right? Oh my god, it was. Yeah. <gasps> oh my god. Oh my god, Master of the Universe was <laughs> stolen from the B movie. <laughs> B movie. The whole time, it we all fun. thought it was she. She pretended it was fun, but really, we all kidding. know Christian Grey is very. <laughs> what a nightmare! So. <laughs> what an awful uh, awful, episode of the podcast what an awful thing we're putting out into the universe okay barry finds out um when he's at the supermarket with vanessa he finds out that uh humans are selling honey and none of the money's going to bees which is crazy that that's a problem because bees don't use human money that one says bees don't exist <laughs> <laughs> that's, i don't know why I don't. that's the problem because bees, bees don't exist, <laughs> don't exist. <laughs> i was going to say because i'm pretty sure bees don't use human money but like anything's possible well because we'll touch on this in a little bit but because bees have been colonized by humans the bee movie is a post-colonial film about yeah. the horrors of colonialism about the horrors For of sure colonialism and also capitalism yeah i would it's, it's all about the exploitation of workers in, you know, colonized, post-colonial, so to speak. But can anything truly be post-colonial countries? You know, and how we exploit them and how we really need to promote, yeah. like, fair trade. Yeah. Anyway, continuing with the plot. We need to be more ethical. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the B movie's about. Yeah. The B movie is really about <laughs> ethics. I think now to its core, we yeah. can say that yeah. the B movie... Number one ethical film. Yeah, it really brings up a lot of moral quandaries that we need to look at in (laughs) modern society. So Patrick Warburton's character is very upset because his girlfriend is clearly cheating on him with an insect. With a bee. His character is portrayed as very unstable, but he's very unpredictable. But he is, in fact, the most reasonable character in the entire film. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's the only one who's like, what is she doing with this bee? B. Nobody else seems confused by what's happening. So, Barry B. Benson makes his trip to, uh, just around. He's just he's just bumbling around like bees no, do. He, he goes to the farm. He Oh that's he, right. He a, I saw we just fight. watched it and I'm already trying to repress yeah, it. Yeah, we literally just watched it. So he has a sore fight with a uh grocery store worker who's using a thumbtack he's, and he's using a stinger. Yeah. It's horrifying it's awful. And, and he finds out where the honey's being made. He follows the yes. honey truck he because meets, he noticed that he meets a mosquito yeah. um voiced by Chris Rock. Um the <laughs> they have have a discussion about like how Barry's like oh you're a mosquito he's like yeah I fly free and Barry's like oh that sounds really nice and the mosquito's like you know I don't really have close ties I don't I don't like have a home to go back to it's all just the open skies and that's it for me and it's sort of like this moment Mm -hmm. theoretically of oh okay you can see life that you're longing for isn't always as great you know the grass maybe isn't always greener right Yeah. but then immediately the movie contradicts itself because, oh, lo and behold, a blood (laughs) truck goes by, the mosquito flies to the blood truck, and all these other mosquitoes are there, greeting each other by names, like they're old friends. They're like, "Uh I knew you'd be here. Like, they know each other. He's not alone. So he says he's very upset and lonely. And then immediately, they bring him a group of friends. Yeah, and he like knows them, so he he isn't living this like alone lifestyle. He has, I I mean, can kid's like, he has people, but he has other mosquitoes that he clearly knows. I was like, what, what, what are you? Like, we could have cut that. We could have cut this whole thing, and it like we, we didn't need that. Okay, it's fine. We don't need the B movie at all. Like, we could have <laughs> cut the whole movie, and we'd be better off. At several uh... points throughout this movie, I was hoping that it would fade to black and it would be the end. But <laughs> yeah. it just seems seems to keep going. I was hoping I you know pass out and then I wouldn't watch the rest of it <laughs> from I guess. the agony. Yeah. Um. So Barry makes it to the honey supplier. There, the humans there are so villainous. They're like talking about how dumb the beasts are and how they have the most evil expressions. <laughs> They're like truly like haha, <laughs> these dumb bees, gonna they, they're gonna tickle, their like, I literally say, like, they're pinheads or something, yeah, they're like, like, they hate bees so much, it's like I, stupid I, fucking I, dumbass bee, I'm they gonna cause that's the general attitude you know, at apiaries, is that they hate bees, they the first Why, yeah. requirement to be a beekeeper is that you have to fucking yeah. hate bees I hate bees <laughs> Okay, (laughs) well then, Um, (laughs) if you don't hate bees, yeah. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, they have these like smoking machines, and that's, it is nicotine because they do say it's nicotine. Did they? I tw- I was not paying it Maybe a attention. Maybe Jerry just said it was nicotine. Like I I am pretty sure it doesn't doesn't matter. Well, they're the part of the the plot point. Yeah. A plot point in this film is that they're forcing bees to smoke. Yeah. So so they spray the beehives with nicotine maybe this is a real thing that like some places do I honestly don't know and it doesn't matter because it's so stupid because Barry finds out like about these exploited bees and man made hives and you know I guess it's like theoretically sad but it's also (laughs) a bee movie so I hate it so then Barry's like I'm gonna sue the human race basically Mm -hmm. he takes like pictures he brings them back to the hive and then he's like I'm Human race. immediately everyone is convinced yeah. by his his argument he and Vanessa team up to sue the human race Mm -hmm. he also I should say super quick before a lot of this happened he did like dive into a pool of honey and have like a weird sort of sex sex dream about like Vanessa and him like on a picnic and then she like crashes into a wall and dies if only that was where the movie ended once again again I don't know what happened but that part was horrific and I hated watching it so then why are we so bad at summaries? This is taking so long. Okay, so Barry suits the human race. The lawyer is, uh, so thick! Oh um, my God, he's really, so thick. He gets stung by Barry B. Benson's best friend. I don't know his name. Dorkus, like Dorkus <laughs> B. Benson. B- <laughs> my favorite character in the B movie is Dorkus. <laughs> would make about as much sense <laughs> as anything else in the movie. Dorkus, okay is that a name. No, I don't oh my God! I mean, Dorkus is though. No. Dorcas is a name. Yeah, there, there, are, there are people named Dorkus. Well, probably it. not anymore but it's a real name beautiful name for a beautiful baby girl this is my baby Dorcas. no offense to all the Dorcases out there in the world but you've got to know your name sucks yeah okay class roll roll call uh benjamin benjamin are you here here yeah okay good great great uh carrie Carrie is Carrie here yeah, present? Okay, so Dorcas, 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 are you here? Yep, hi, it's me, Dorcas. I don't know, Dorcas just has an accent. I can't do accents and I can't do impressions and I can't live anymore after seeing the B Okay, so the lawyer's dummy eh? sick. <laughs> the lawyer is dummy fucking sick. And he has got that cake. Yeah, Dorcas Bork- <laughs> B-B-B. Borkus stings the lawyer and gets his stinger ripped out of his ass. He dies and he, he does not die Borkus <laughs> doesn't, doesn't die he almost <laughs> died it's a near death experience Borkus has a near death experience and he gets a prosthetic stinger that's one of those like cocktail swords? Yeah that had celery on it for some reason I don't know why they didn't clean it But the he they just shoved it up his ass <laughs> they were like we need to do something I'm right now him. he had an entire hospital bed to himself. Anyways, which is troubling. Yeah, so anyways, there's some people smoking, like, literally right outside his window, which is also troubling because at a hospital, you sure it should not be smoking, like, right next to a window. I'm pretty window sure that's house, not allowed. But maybe they were trying to kill the bee, in which case, I support that. I love. support <laughs> I support these people they were doing guns right yeah gods work, the right thing so that's how barry gets this whole thing about oh my god they're forcing the beast to smoke he brings in his smoking gun which is the smoker thing from the like it's, bee farm it's literally the Smoke gun. Yeah, he brings in a smoke gun. Oh my god, it, it is called a smoke gun. I'm so dumb. I'm no, like, it's fine. This, uh, this movie just kind of ruins your brain. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> he brings in the smoking gun. The lawyer grabs the thing and is like, this won't hurt anyone. And he sprays the bees and they all, I assume they die. They get back up like two seconds after. Oh, okay. I missed that part. They don't it's die. It's fine if only these horrible animated bees <laughs> die. Um, oh, Yeah. The animation's nightmarish. And uh, then, yeah, just quick side note. And then he, he wins the case and you think, ah, the end. Movie's done. No, because there's a whole other plot about how now the bees don't need to work anymore because they have a surplus of honey. So all the, like, plant life in the world is dying because the bees are no longer pollinating anything. So Barry is, and, like, Vanessa's shifting all the blame onto Barry despite the fact that she was, like, the she was one the, helping him. She was the one that started this yeah, whole... she, like, helped him, like, mail it. They were talking about, like, suing. Like, she, she was so in on this. She should have just let Patrick Warburton kill Barry, but whatever. Oh. Anyway, were it so easy? If only. <laughs> if only, Patrick Morbren. If Why only. my Kronk? Come on, Kronk. Kill only. me. Yeah, there's there's a lot of moments that I hated, but whatever. Anyways, <laughs> Barry is single-handedly responsible for the death of the entire world, because no vegetation, humanity dies out, apocalypse. Barry has the doomed Earth. I think they should have ended it there. They should have ended it with the actions of London, which I'm not sure what message this is trying to send at this point, because before it was like, oh, yes, stop the exploitation of workers. This is bad. But then at this point, they're like, oh, actually, the system was right, and yeah. we were wrong, to try." which is, like, crazy. The, the messaging is confused. It's all over the, the place. Anyway, so then, um, hmm, Barry and Vanessa team up to go to Pasadena for some sort of flower show. They kill another person. They Um, kill the pilot and the co-pilot. No, but they also, so they steal a flower float. Yes. Like the princess and the pea, and they shove the princess basically out of the float, and she just falls to the ground. And Vanessa's able to take her clothes. So, and Vanessa, like, doesn't get in a fight to get the clothes, so I assume she took them off the girl's dead body. That actually kind of makes the bee movie more interesting. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They killed two people at this point. They get into the plane with the flowers. They're trying to basically bring the flowers back so that Mm -hmm. they can pollinate, take the pollen from these flowers and save the world. Which, I don't understand if there are flowers there, then the bees there could just pollinate. But, yeah. It doesn't matter. Like it truly doesn't matter. Especially <laughs> since they do say though, like these are the last flowers on Earth. Yeah. So like So they killed the entire Yeah, it's only in like that area where this happened, but then the rest of the planet was also like better fall in line. I yeah. Which is crazy because that hasn't happened with anything else that's happened. It's Whatever. just So bizarre. But they they bring <laughs> back they bring they get the flowers on the plane. Barry there's like gonna be a delay, so Barry takes it upon himself to go into the cockpit and like ask the pilot to just ignore the bad weather and plan the plane anyways but he winds up killing the pilot and co-pilot yeah. um i assume that they died it's they never, i feel like it's only they never wake back up when people get knocked out it's not for as Ever. long as that took yeah so they knocked out the pilot and co-pilot and they never woke up again so they killed them in my they, opinion they must they must have <laughs> they did so the the kill count now in the B movie is at least four people. At least. At least. So then the bees band together. They land the plane. Truly, it doesn't matter. They pollinate. They save the world. Barry becomes a lawyer for animals and also, like, runs the flora shop with Vanessa. So they are, like, together. Yeah, they're fucking. They're definitely fucking. And... You know, sometimes Barry's a pollen jockey. I don't know. He moonlights as a as an animal lawyer. I don't know which one is his full time and which one's his side hustle. Side gig. Yeah. And that's the B-movie. And that's, what is there to say about B-movie? What can we say? So the B-movie is a commentary on the effects of colonialism yes. and capitalism. Yes. And exploiting workers. Yeah, which is honestly so tied into colonialism and capitalism. Yeah. yeah, Um, All these things are so inextricably linked. Without a doubt. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> i would just like to say for the purposes of clarity fuck that. fuck that don't like it oh yeah i should mention this is really important and uh, all the animals are sentient which is really insane that all the animals could talk this whole time and they just haven't so then there's this moment with this cow At the end, who's like, they take my milk. And sometimes I feel like I'm just treated like a piece of meat. Clearly meant to be a joke because, you know, cows get eaten. But it implies that, like, cows, like, I guess cow law, number one, is don't talk to humans. But why not? Because then, they would probably not be, like, cow farms eating you. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, like we probably wouldn't eat steak. Like, I don't know what to yeah. tell you. Like, all of this also suggests that animals have the ability to understand and use English. Yeah. And Spanish. And they Spanish. Do, they do speak Spanish in the beehive at one point. Which is horrifying. I like, <laughs> Do you hate the language? <laughs> <laughs> I hate Spanish. I'm very angry about Spanish. Uh, um, no, that's no, it's horrifying. No. What's just, horrifying is that they are able to speak with us and haven't. And haven't. And they're, they're, all of their problems could have been solved. They just... A lot of our problems too, like every animal attack. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, you like you could reason with like, an animal that's about to attack you. Yeah, like, this... like you're out hiking, a bear comes along, the bear can speak to you, and you're like, oh my god, I'm... I'm Truly not trying to cause any trouble. Yeah, I'm so me. sorry. Excuse me, right? I don't I don't want any trouble. And the bears just like raw like sentient, just like hmm, yeah. time to kill. It makes the animals really sinister. Yeah. Right? And they'll just like but e- also you- really weird because again, like slaughterhouses and stuff exist. Like yeah. the, you know, they put like chickens in the things, but chickens are sentient, so they're just like willingly in there so that they don't break. I assume they also have chicken law number one, I'm talking are there any animals that aren't sentient so the only animals we encounter insects Mm -hmm. the courtroom bear because barry does bring a bear into the courtroom but and then the cow but the thing is with the bear the bear comes in all like rah 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 like you know ready to attack ready to attack but then as soon as barry makes a signal the bear like stops doing the kind of like have a moment of understanding and like the bear like walks out like very like calmly i didn't hate that as much as I do now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, like, I hated it before. But he <laughs> demonizes bears. And wow. He's like, yeah, we cannot have bears as a symbol because of the horror that they inflict upon us. And then also like reasons with a a bear to like yeah. come in and demonstrate. They they literally have a moment where he like has them sniper shot take out Winnie, Winnie the Pooh. And then they also have this thing where basically they tear down this statue, like it's like a honey thing, where they tear down like a statue, like an effigy of a bear, and they tear it down, and the honey comes out, like it's blood coming out, and like clearly they're anti bear. But Barry, at one point, first of all, his name is Barry. Barry. Secondly, he teams up with the bear during the trial, so like he hates bears, but he'll use them for his own ends. So Barry is, oh my God, Barry is the human. Barry is and the human bear to is bears. The bees. <gasps> oh, oh my it's god. So cyclical. We've cracked this thing wide. Open. Oh my god. Oh my the, god. The B movie, the sequel, is the Bears' Plight. Oh my god. Fighting against the. the The oppressive bee population oh my god i wouldn't watch it straight up don't want that never would see it hope it never gets made so the third animal we see is the cow at the end i don't know it doesn't matter the amount of times i've said it doesn't matter because the bee movie doesn't matter it's it's i truly hated watching it it was too carnal there were too many it was too sexy if i could say one thing about the bee movie Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. was just too sexy from start to finish the bee Movie, the amount of like sexual chemistry in the B movie is what I was expecting from Fifty Shades and didn't get. So the fact that Fifty Shades, meant to be a sexy book, was less sexually charged than the B movie is gonna keep me up at night. I think. Uh, Do you think that do you think they're into like stinger play? I want to (laughs) die. Thanks for saying that. I I wish I was dead. So I think then, what else? What else is there to say? There's really not a whole lot to add about the B movie other than they. Okay, they also covered, I guess, prosthetic rights. They had a character. They with had a, prosthetic. They had amputee representation yeah. in the B movie. Yeah. God yeah. bless them. Um. Okay. I mean, I guess. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we're reaching, it's but I guess. Horrible! It's horrible. I, like, yeah. Mm, I, I just. I just hated it so much. And I hated the moment with B. Larry King. B. Larry King was my least favorite part of the film, and that saying a lot. Yeah, because I, I really did hate the fact that B. Larry King uh, was, like, he's interviewing Barry B. Benson, and, oh my god, <laughs> like, Barry won't shut up about the, about the fact that there's human Larry King, and he just keeps going on about it. And it's, it's a like, great bit. We get it. Yeah. We get the joke. Thank you, Jerry Seinfeld, but it's not funny. Yeah, that's that's the thing, too, is that throughout the movie, there's a lot of things that are meant to be jokes yeah. that just don't make any sense at all. Like, yeah. there's a reference to John Travolta flying a plane, which at this point was, I believe, in 2007. Yeah, was John Travolta, like, a big... I'm literally... Not as like... far as I can remember. There's a lot of jokes for the... The older crowd. He was in like a plane crash, I guess, in 1999, and he almost died. So this was a eight year old reference. In 1995, it says something about Travolta lucky to live through Incident. Oh, 95. I think it's ninety nine. I I did. It's just coming off through multiple sources, and now there's another one talking about not twenty nineteen involved in something to be scary. But then it's saying twenty years ago. I don't know what's happening. But at some point, apparently John Travolta has bad luck with like planes. Is this like a multiple? <laughs> John, multiple John Travolta's dogs <laughs> killed at airport. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny, i sorry. What? You. <laughs> What's happening? What's happening? <laughs> His and dogs then, were killed at the Don John Travolta. But please. then there's, there's also one that says John Travolta's house is an airport. <laughs> John Travolta needs to stay away from airports, and he's bringing them to him. Once this was written in 2018, this is definitely not true. Okay. Um, because John Travolta cheats death on sex jet, but it's something. <laughs> it's something called Radar Online. Which okay. Is, I don't know. I don't know anything about it, but just reading that headline, I don't trust it. I can only assume that it's the most trustworthy news site. <laughs> All kinds of videos about John Travolta's plane. Is this like a? I didn't know this was a well known. <laughs> I guess, topic. but it th- is. Here's the thing. Clearly, that joke is for. The very old and the very big Travolta head. The to, to the Travolta heads community. I'm so sorry. I didn't know that your king was in a in a car crash or a plane crash. A car he was crash. In, I don't. He maybe he yeah, might have been. Could have been. I. You know. <laughs> I don't know what's happening with John Travolta and planes, but yeah, they do reference that in the B movie. I didn't realize so much. There were so there were so many conflicting reports. Like Google did not have one coherent answer for me about John Travolta. Does history with planes, so <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I don't know. It just feels weird, and I don't. Okay. No, I just like what? this whole thing about his planes and yeah. them including it in the B movie. Like, what if he wasn't a plane crash, and then they like reference that in the that's B so, movie? That's so bad. But like, I don't know if he actually was in a plane crash. So. John Travolta may or may not have been <laughs> in a plane crash at some point, and the B and movie referenced it. The, the B movie referenced at the very least the fact that he flies, but if he was in a plane crash, the fact that they referenced John Travolta flying while trying to convince her that she can fly is crazy to do, right? <laughs> Horrible. Because if like he's the pilot yeah. and he crashes, and then Barry B. Benson to Vanessa is like, oh, if John Travolta can fly, who? If he did crash the, he plane, the, the plane, that's not reassuring. But then I also don't know if John Travolta got in a plane crash. Why am I spiraling about this? <laughs> what did I? So something- the movie, movie has that effect, I think. <sighs> okay. Like. Okay. So. Oh yeah. This also brings up another thing, which yeah. is in universe in the Barry B. Benson cinematic universe, mm-hmm. John Travolta exists. And was likely in a plane crash. Maybe in a plane crash. Might have been. But but that's the same thing as this universe. Mm-hmm. Just minus Barry B. Benson existence. It's a parallel universe. I think it's the same. It was like I think the no movie is a documentary. No, I do not. I don't <laughs> want it. I was gonna say it's like a film from like an alternate universe or like a parallel. It's a documentary <laughs> from the other dimension. The idea that the movie is a documentary. <laughs> It's from another world. The B movie, like I've said to you, yeah. is my favorite horror movie. Yes. Yeah, you did. You said you uh, felt the same way as when you were a kid and yeah. scary movies came on around Halloween. You yeah. had that same it's a, sickening feeling. Yeah, it was a very specific emotion. Yeah. do you? Was it anything like when we watched um, Rosemary's Baby? <laughs> very similar. Very similar. Yeah, that yeah. kind of, that, that kind of dread. dread, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's how I felt when the B movie was played. Yeah, yeah, But it's yeah. specifically like an October feeling. Mm, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> as a kid I, I, I think I also steered clear of the scary movies oh, yeah. that they played around Halloween. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Not I mean,
0: anymore. I didn't watch Halloween Town for a long time because I thought it would be like a really scary movie. Oh, that's a great movie oh, though. It's so right? good. Yeah, they're awesome. And I then love- they replaced Mark and right. it was like yeah she's with, the most important one with sarah paxton from darcy's, darcy's Wildlife life <laughs> <laughs> yeah that famous actress um she was also in sydney white oh she was the mean girl yeah that's right yeah wow so (laughs) anyway back to the b movie sarah pastor is not in the b movie so good for her i'm happy for her her. she deserves it she deserves it yeah Um, the fact that oprah winfrey is in this movie like i guess jerry seinfeld called in every favor he had that is the only way that i can like rationalize having these people in this movie yeah either that or like these people were like wanted to be guests on Seinfeld Mm. or, like, were and, like, enjoyed the experience or something. We're like, oh, he's got a new project since Seinfeld. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll sign on. And they signed on before reading the script, I assume. Yeah. I just... Or knowing anything about it. I mean, also the fact that the title of the movie is a pun. Yeah. Oh. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my (laughs) God. Oh, no. Oh, no. I I didn't, I didn't even realize that. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm <sighs> oh, sorry for Oh my god. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I- I can't believe I didn't know that. It's okay. When I realized too, I was like, you gotta be that's brutal. That's so bad. Oh no. It's one of those things like when you're a kid and it just comes out and you don't even think about it. And then yeah. years later you're yeah. like, oh. I can still like remember back in the like vague recesses of mm. my mind, uh, seeing like ads for like not quite trailers, yeah, but like little mini ads for the B movie before mm-hmm. it was released. Cause like I remember they were like on a windshield and like it wasn't mm-hmm. the windshield. Shield wiper scene but it was like akin to that so they like animated extra little things to promote the b-movie and like put it on television oh that's true just like they did with monsters inc yeah i guess so <laughs> Now that's a that's a good movie. that's a great comparison. That's a Monsters good. Inc. To B movies. Monsters Inc. Has Mike Wazowski. Yeah, who I do think needs to be protected by me specifically. <laughs> oh, he deserves to be he protected by you specifically. Protect right. by specifically. He's just I, a little boy. I love him. I love when he had braces when he was in Monsters he University. Bad maybe. I also had bad teeth, so I can relate. You <laughs> too. Yeah. And gnarly fucking teeth as a kid. I had, like, truly, if I didn't get braces, I would have had full-on buck teeth. Like, they were growing that way. I had one tooth that, like, just jutted backward into my mouth. And it was wild. Nasty. How did you fix that? Like, did they put it on the front, or did they, like, put it on the back and, like, push it forward? <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Why they Are you saying that they put? like... You're asking me if they put braces on the back of my teeth? Like, in, on the side of my mouth? Yeah. <laughs> No. Actually, I really didn't. I'm sorry. I just thought maybe that was like the way to do it. But as soon as no. I started saying it, I realized how wrong it was. Actually, I think they did they skip it. I think they they did one like bracket on each tooth, skipped the bad one. Mm. And then how did they bring it in though? I don't know how uh, orthodontics works. <laughs> To I, didn't I didn't go have In detail. How braces perfectly work. I didn't out. go have it at school for braces. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Clearly, I didn't even know <laughs> <laughs> I, <saw them> <laughs> I had them. I know they don't go on the back teeth. I don't know why. I <laughs> like <laughs> It's only logical. That's how you bring it forward. It's only logical. It's like a little, uh... <laughs> It's so stupid. It's like a little slingshot. And they like yeah. pull it back. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I'm like bring it up. Oh my god! Um, you slingshot there, your teeth oh. into place. That's what I thought. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, okay, clever. Because I thought the the rest would be on the front. Yeah. But that one. Would, but then I realized the wire would get in the way. <laughs> Um, How would you fit a wire, like, through T? Just have big gaps, I guess. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, we need to pose this to the orthodontics. Or- Society. Orthodontics have never answered <laughs> these burning <laughs> <certain> questions. <laughs> conspiracy theory. <laughs> What are they hiding from us? <laughs> I God. need to know. orthodontist. <laughs> please reveal your secrets. We the people. We the people. need to know. I'm going to sue every orthodontist. Just like Barry Benson sued the human race. I brought it back. Our side tangent was really a big scheme to talk about the B-movie the whole time. Even more. Everything is connected. <laughs> it really leads back to the B-movie. Which then leads back to, to Twilight. To Twilight, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think Twilight was one of those, like, ancient scrolls. Yeah, Um, Stephanie Meyer was not the creator of Twilight. The creator like was project. God, and she was the vessel through which Twilight was Divine written. Divine inspiration. Um, yes. I have hit you with the hot take before, that every one of Stephanie Meyer's books post-Twilight is Twilight fanfiction. Yes, correct. I still what about, think that's true. What about Host? Mm, her yeah. alien book. Yeah. Did you it's, read that one? I sure did, yeah. I did not. I think I liked it at the time. Yeah. It was alright. Yeah. I, I'd love to jump back to your thing about Twilight fanfiction, but yeah. if you have anything more to say about the Host, like, by all means, Go ahead. No. Okay. No. (laughs) Your hot take about every single book post-Twilight being... No, no, no. no, Specifically by Stephanie Meyer. Implies. Yeah. Sorry. Every Stephanie Meyer. Not every book. Implies. So Every book. I'm taking this stance right now. (laughs) Every single book that That's has been sad. written post-Twilight is Twilight fanfiction. And I will <laughs> die on this. Okay, okay, okay. What I wanted to say was that you are implying that her sequels are fanfiction. Yeah. So then are you, are you saying that every single sequel is fanfiction? Yes. Nice. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not gonna argue that. Look, here's the thing. I will not argue that Life and Death, the gender-swapped Twilight yeah, which yeah, yeah. Stephanie Meyer wrote, Featuring Bo Swan. Yeah, that that's fanfic. And fiction. Edith Cullen. That's fanfiction for sure. Midnight yeah. Sun is fanfiction yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Because it's Twilight again. Absolutely. But I don't know their sequels. Are fanfiction. <laughs> They're sequels. Um, agree to disagree. <laughs> I think that, <laughs> right, let's, let's leave it there. You new Moon. It. New Moon was Twilight fanfiction. Was Yes. <laughs> 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 new Moon was <laughs> Stephanie Myers fan fiction in a universe where her and Jacob get together but ultimately she's she gets back with Edward because it wouldn't make sense with the plot otherwise right they're they're their soulmates I don't like this, but go on. So this is this is just like a peek into like a, a different like an, a Twilight AU. A, a Twilight AU. Where Very where Jacob and Bella are, are developing romantic feelings for one another. Interesting. Very interesting. Um and then Eclipse is just her making up like a bunch of like lore that we really didn't super need. I disagree. <laughs> I disagree with myself. <laughs> we definitely needed it. I gave you a look and you immediately backtracked. Look, alright? I'm, I'm what, arguing with myself. What you need to understand here is that we're the biggest Twilight fans in the world. We <laughs> won't hear anything, anyone say anything against it, including ourselves. Yeah, I had to fight with myself. I was immediately upset by what? Um, <laughs> the B movie. <might> <laughs> No, Sorry, we're, we're not really we're the not, movie. Uh, we're still talking about, so, Eclipse. What was your favorite moment Eclipse? <laughs> the book or the movie? The book. The book I r- vaguely skimmed through, I think, because there was a lot of just, like, exposition. Yeah, I, I don't remember. I don't. The either movie either Ooh, it was good. starring Jessica Chastain. <laughs> I mean, as, sorry, Jessica Chastain as Bryce Dallas Howard as, um, God, what was her? Victoria. Victoria. I... Truly, didn't know that Jessica Chastain and Bryce Dallas Howard were different people. Yeah, well, no, me neither. I really, I, I thought that the girl in it was the same girl in Black Mirror. Black Mirror, like, and also, um, I kind of like in my head knew they were different people, but I didn't necessarily know what Bryce Dallas Howard looked like. Um, mm-hmm. so when I saw the trailer for Jurassic World, that mm-hmm. was like the new Jurassic Park movie, right? With like Chris Pratt and sure. Yeah, so sure, sure, why not? Um Jurassic, you know, fuck about whatever it was called. <laughs> um I thought it was Jessica Jurassic- I thought it was genuinely she was in it until I after I saw it and I told someone I saw it and I was like, Yeah, Jessica Justine was in it and they were like, No, she wasn't. Oh, it was Bryce Dallas Howard it was that was Bryce in Yeah, it was Bryce Dallas Howard. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I saw the movie and I was like, Yeah, that's that's Jessica Justin. But like Looking at them side by side, they don't look that much alike. Like, not really, but then. But they kind of do, though. They they look enough alike that I can't keep them a part of my head. I mean, apparently I just have a bad time with this. Yeah, because you were Dakota Fanning and Anna Sophia Robb. I thought that Dakota Fanning and Anna Sophia Robb were the same person. Yeah. I didn't know that. There was an Anna Sophia Robb. I thought that they were all Dakota Fanning. Everything Anna Sophia Robb was in, you thought was Dakota Fanning. I thought it was, like, Soul Surfer. I thought that was Dakota Fanning. I would sure sure that they CGI'd her, Dakota Fanning's arm out of the movie. They, They did CGI. An arm out of the movie. Like Anna-Sophia <laughs> Robb didn't cut her arm off for the film. I know, but <laughs> now that is method acting. That's that was dedicated. Just commitment. If you if you think you're a method actor and you aren't cutting off limbs for your roles, then you're a phony. You're a coward. You're a coward <laughs> and a fake. <laughs> Okay, actually, did you hear the thing about method acting? I'm gonna get the quote wrong, but like, was that? Oh my god, it had Dustin Hoffman and some like other guy. I want to say Lawrence Olivier, but I don't actually know that that's that that's right. Um, <laughs> what, what is this that you're looking at? It's called um, about method acting. Yeah. It yes, so it's Lawrence Olivier as well. So Dustin Hoffman and Lawrence Olivier were in the same movie, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna get the quote wrong. That's But fine. Dustin Hoffman was like. Oh yeah, for this like next scene, I've like my character's been awake for a really long time. So I've stayed awake for I don't know like forty hours or something like mm, that. Damn. And well, Lauren's like me, is like, have you tried acting? <laughs> 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 like I got the quote wrong, but that's the gist of it. Don't ever anybody show that movie or whatever it is. To Jared Leto, he'd be very upset. Oh my God! Yeah, that's so funny. (laughs) Though I I think about that that all the time. You tried acting like she so. <laughs> Anna Sophia and Rob didn't cut her arm off, but she should have if she wanted to be a method actor. <laughs> I don't think that's the takeaway. Is that she should have cut her arm off? <laughs> Maybe she's just not a method actor. But if she is a method actor, then that's then the way to go. That's the way to go. We are not advocating for people to uh um, quick self amputate if it's not like medically necessary or you know whatever. Don't self amputate ever. I think. Well, if you are trapped, like well, soft. you know, in the soft film, franchise yeah, Although he song or something or did i make that up i, I did not really watch so. i haven't actually seen those movies i just I don't know feel that need to. i just know that the guy from princess bride cuts his <laughs> foot Stop, off really it's him right is, is it oh my oh my god now i have to check yeah it's, <laughs> no yeah 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 the, the prince uh, wesley wesley stop it acting is wild he's such a good actor i didn't even notice that he was in other (laughs) movies well he doesn't look the same (laughs) he looks different now carrie always saw foot (laughs) (laughs) yeah that, that came up he saws his own foot off that is shocking yeah, so, anyways, if you're in a saw situation and you need to self state, like, go for it, but otherwise, like, maybe leave it to the if doctor. If you have the option, go to doctor. But yeah. if you're in a saw situation. Yeah, if your leg is trapped under a boulder. Yeah, that too. And 127 hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. His arm, right? I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. I, I haven't know. either. I just, uh, yeah, that, I'm pretty sure that was a thing. Yeah. It was based off of a real thing. Yeah, that, oh, right, the real life occurrence. Yeah, that was just, like, <laughs> John, it was John to John <laughs> <laughs> Multiple plane crashes. Um, he wanted. He had to cut off on a limb yeah. because he got trapped up under a boulder and yeah. ended up flying. Uh, and Jigsaw was in the plane with him. It was a soft situation. <laughs> I don't like the John Travolta cinematic universe. Can I say that? <laughs> Can I say that? I really don't. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm. Well, I would agree with you. It's bad. We've created a bad world, and they made fun of it in the B movie. I will say. To circle back to the B movie. Yeah. 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 When when Ray Liotta tries to kill Barry B. Benson, I was actually on his side. I was on the villain side of the B-movie. Yeah, I was like, I'm with you there. You, and when Patrick Warburton <laughs> tried to kill Barry B. Benson, remember? He was right. He was right to do so, and I hated the fact that Barry B. Benson wound up surfing in a toilet bowl. On an emery board? Is that what it was on? Yeah. It truly wasn't, like the nail file oh, thing? Oh, yeah. Is that what they're called? Yeah. I don't know anything. Yeah, I have been training doing nails ooh, ooh. just like a little fun fact. Yeah. yeah, I've been Trained in nothing. That's <laughs> unfortunate. That's pretty much the skill that I'm using in <laughs> my training in. Absolutely nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. perfect. Mm-hmm. I think that Patrick Warburton should have killed Barry B. <laughs> That would have made the movie a lot more tolerable. Imagine if Patrick Warburton does show up again at the end. So Patrick Warburton's character, sorry, to clarify, it's not actually Patrick Warburton. (laughs) Pronk shows up. Kronk is there. Bee movie's great. Kronk is there. Yeah. Patrick Warburton's character shows up in the end, sees that Vanessa and Barry are, like, running the floral shop together. He's yep. like, oh my god, like, he's living my- that bee is living my life. I'm like, yeah, he's right. You really? should go in and kill him right yeah. now. If only that were like, the case. would he be arrested? For killing a sentient bee? But here's the thing. I- Think of all the other times- All the other times in this universe where humans have killed bees. Yeah. Are they just, like- are they uh, retroactively? Statute, statute of Limitations. Like, does it run out on murder? For bees? For bees. But, like, I, I'm just saying. like, is, what... a, is a bee life equivalent to a human life? Vanessa thinks so. That's she okay. says she says early in the movie, why is his life less important than yours? So the bee movie uh, is advocating for veganism. Veganism. Wow. Veganism. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh. And we're done. is <coughs> <same, same. laughs> veganism. Vegan. Oh. oh bad. No. I did a bad. But you know what? It was good. <laughs> it was a good bad. It was good. Good bad. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh boy, oh boy. Uh basically uh the B movie ends and it's the worst. <laughs> And, uh, and we mostly awesome. didn't talk about the B movie at all. And honestly, I like, think that's for the best. I feel like we spent most of the time talking about the movie, but we the B movie. We talked about the B movie. The B movie, the B movie, which is a pun. Movie, which is a pun. It main takeaway: Jerry Seinfeld, the worst should not have made the B movie. If the B movie had been geared towards like adults only. The B-movie is an adult film, but it was geared for kids. Like, it's PG rating, like, it's animated, it's bright and colorful. I remember seeing the B-movie in theaters when it came out. Really? Yeah, I... I yeah. Oh my god the, Like a, a Pinnacle moment In my development As a child I went to see The B movie In theaters And I remember Leaving and Telling my mom That I didn't Want to see it again <laughs> I I remember Leaving and Hating it was It was probably Like the first time You had gone to the movies And hated what you saw Oh yeah Yeah The B movie Made me the Absolute cynical Bitch I am There's always <laughs> There's always One like Moment where like There's that first time You yeah. go to the theaters And you hate yeah. it And like that's Kind of magic of it it just like goes away just the tiniest bit it was that and happy feet and i hated both of them I did not see those in the theaters. That's I, for the best. I saw the Aragon movie in the theaters, so I went a really long time without seeing a movie I hated in theaters. Mm-hmm. So it was Aragon, and it was so bad. I love. Is the, it the dragon? Yeah, book? I really liked that book. but yeah. like, I loved it. Like as a kid, I was like really into it. I guess because just like dragons man, mm-hmm. and that's fun. Yeah, style. dragons are dope. Yeah, that's fun. So and he, this dragon could talk. <laughs> <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait. <laughs> I think he could. Maybe I'm not remembering it right. I'm Is that the sure. problem? I liked it. No, I'm pretty sure the dragon could talk. Maybe i made that up, but it doesn't matter. But it was, the movie adaptation was not good. I think a lot of people can agree that yeah. I was unhappy. But I went for a really long time seeing, like, only things I enjoyed seeing. All yeah. that. I did see Hidalgo in theaters, and I sobbed at the end of it. I was so. Which one did I know? I don't know which came out first. It's like a horse movie. Oh, he yeah. does like yeah, just like a horse race. It's like Vigo Mortensen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Was it live action or? Yeah, it's live it... action. It's live action. I it's not. Know. It's not spirit. And yes, because I will say there will be no negative negativity towards spirit stallion of the Cimarron. Phenomenal. This product. that movie is animated beautifully. It is. It's gorgeous. And it's stunning. I'm talking it's about a so good movie about the animals, animals that yeah. is animated. Yeah. Sure. Of, of the cinnamon. That's it. Cinnamon. of the cinnamon. Salian of the silmarillion. Synonym. <laughs> <laughs> um. B movie is bad. Spirit is good. Patrick Warburton. Patrick Warburton. Good. good. He was in uh. Ember's new group. is <laughs> He was in Hoodwinked as the wolf. He was uh. He was in a bunch of commercials he deserves better is what he we're saying he's in the netflix series of unfortunate events as oh yeah the narrator um the guy from princess bride was in saw where he cut his foot off yeah right style power Jessica just are you know, different, different people. people dakota fanning anna sophia are different people although i will forgive her for that one more because like what else has anna sophia Robb been in she was in willy wonka right or Charlie and the oh, Chocolate Factory? Oh, yeah. Which is, they just took the original Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and then they were like, what if we gave Willy Wonka daddy issues? Yeah. And then they made that movie. That's a whole other That's thing. That's brutal. That's a whole other thing that we need to talk what about. If just that I'm realizing. He really explored his daddy issues. All the modern adaptations just like, of any book. What if board. we gave them daddy issues? What if, what if, hey. Okay, sure. There is a in this a classic. But what if we gave them daddy issues? Why, why Willy Wonka specifically though? Why did we need to make him like a pale, weird goth with daddy issues? <laughs> he didn't need to be like that. No, and he shouldn't be. No, I agree. And uh. There was no reason. Does anyone in B movie have daddy issues? Probably Vanessa. I'm gonna say Vanessa probably <laughs> has daddy issues. Vanessa definitely I am not convinced that she wouldn't yeah. to fuck a bee. Yeah, you need to have some like, deeply ingrained trauma you know what, B-movie's bad. I'm glad I didn't see it in theaters. I'm sorry that you did. Yeah, me too. I honestly don't have anything to take away. There really was no message to the B-movie. There was no substance. The plot was so, like, convoluted. The pacing was insane. Like, yeah. it, it, it breezed through the courtroom stuff so fast because I feel like I feel like Jerry yeah, Seinfeld... Why, why did they decide to make the B-movie a courtroom drama? I feel like he locked onto the, like, idea of, like, a bee suing the human race because of Honey and was like, that's kind of funny. Like just because like it would be funny as like a yeah. single yeah. panel comic maybe Yeah. Right? like yeah I don't know those far side or like, like something like that comic. yeah even like three <laughs> panels like yeah. something like that you're giving it too much credit I I I really am but like <laughs> maybe that was his thought right he's like that. It's like a funny sort of visual. He locked in the courtroom thing, started writing it, and was like, I hate the courtroom thing. But he just could not back down. Yeah, well, so he wrapped it up really fast and then had the whole, like, apocalypse drama. So the B-movie is a rom-com. Unfortunately. A horror movie. Yes. A coming-of-age film. For sure, coming of age. We didn't even touch on that, but yeah, it is. Did I say courtroom drama in this list? Um, not in this specific list. Courtroom drama. Apocalypse. Ab- like a post-apocalyptic, yeah. like dystopian future. Uh very erotica erotica yeah yeah. it tries to be all the things and it's also like a hot it's like a real like emotional like sort of uh incisive look Mm. on I would say it's like an art film yeah it's like a very like deep look on the you know trauma of colonialism and capitalism Just sum it up. Sum <laughs> it up. It really really does a good job yeah. of uh Yeah, it's a, it's an excellent commentary on shines a light on that. On the effects of, of capitalism. Yeah. On the exploited working class. Yeah. How colonialism and capitalism has really like ruined, you know, the world. <laughs> I guess. The world. The world. <laughs> well, because Barry B. That's in. But like it's crazy because it starts out feeling like, oh, it's anti exploitation. And then and then they're like, but if they get everything that they want. Want, yeah they're gonna be lazy. actually is, they're gonna be lazy but and then the if world we together. End. yeah it's kind of like oh we're anti this but we don't want to go too far that way because i actually don't want that to end because i don't want to change my life yeah i still want the honey yeah i the guess metaphorical honey honey <laughs> is a metaphor for privilege no i'm just kidding oh no, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> i'm completely joking <laughs> I think that, I think we should end this. I think we're done. I think we should end our yeah. horror. Yeah. B-movie is the worst horror movie ever. I want my money back. I didn't like it. Yeah. How do we end this? <laughs> Go watch something else. Meeting True. adjourned. Meeting adjourned. <laughs> Thank you for joining us this week uh, for this episode of The Fool's Club. And uh, you know what? Goodbye. Meeting adjourned. Thank you.